0: Hey folks, here's the first part of my interview with Matthew French of Awesomely Authentic. It is over the internet, so the audio quality is a little bit different than uh, it is here, but I hope you enjoy it. We had a ton of fun recording it, and there should be, I believe, four other parts to this interview, so you'll be hearing about it. The whole thing's up on Patreon, and please enjoy Dear Queer Diary. Hello, everyone. I'm here with Matthew French from Awesomely Authentic. He's here to talk to us about work and college and growing up in rural places. But how about you introduce yourself a little bit?
1: Awesome. Thank you, Pipes, for having me. So, my name is Matthew French. I use he, him, pronouns. Um, I'm on the journey of maybe using they, I'm still kind of filling that out in my life. It feels good, but I'm also scared about it. So we're just kind of, you know, taking that as I grow as a person. Um, so yeah, so for my nine to five, I work at UNC Charlotte in Charlotte, North Carolina, doing employer partnerships and relationships where I get employers to hire college students. Um, and then my five to nine, I work as the founder and CEO of Awesomely Authentic, which is a nineties nostalgic branded company that focuses on the journeys, careers, and college experiences of LGBTQ plus people, as well as the intersectionalities of other identities in those spaces. I do one-on-one career coaching, as well as working with colleges universities to be more inclusive and employers to be more inclusive. So basically, I'm awesome, I would say, on a scale uh-huh. of like one to ten, definitely a ten. <laughs>
0: Yeah, pretty much uh, the whole package deal right there, uh, which is why I'm so glad to have you here on the show. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you got the idea to start this company, this great, incredible, important company?
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, and you know, I'm so excited to be here because I've heard your, um, you know, dear queer diary, and it just, I just love your voice and the way you approached it. And so, oh, thank shit, you for so. having me. It's super <laughs> exciting to be here. Um, And I think awesome. I'll think that really comes from this idea of diversity, equity, and inclusion discussions and talking about intersectionality is really scary for a lot of people, especially, right? Especially if you think about a company that is entrenched in white patriarchal heteronormativity practices, (laughs) you start talking about genderqueer and they're like, wait, what? What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I come in and... My present, my brand, right? So, and this is good tips for everyone think of who you are as a brand. That can be your personality, your strong suits, whatever it is. And my brand is my energy, my authenticity, and my southern charm right This like kindness that kind of comes off of me and so i branded that to be like you know what this conversation might be really difficult but it's okay because i'm here i'm here to teach you i'm here to have conversations it's going to be fun i'm going to throw in some jokes a couple curse words and it's going to be all around 90s brightness color blocking nickelodeon cartoon vibe And people just really seem to open up to it. They love the idea of it. And so I think that's where I see like my brand and even your brand pipes, how they intersect is our authenticity and our like, our funness, right? I don't know if that's a word, but our funness. Yes, it is now.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Consider it Webster Dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Webster loves us. So uh, we're going to love our own words too. (laughs) Right.
1: So and true. you know, you
0: can you can tell your boyfriend that you have the folk hero background. He'll love it.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. I have the folk hero background. I'm gonna make note of that. For those who don't know, we we're talking about D D earlier before we came on air. So I will I'm trying I'm trying to learn that part of my creativity and imagination, you know?
0: Yeah, and I think that kind of plays into what we were just saying. It's like this authenticity involves being like, I'm not just a queer person. It's just everything the light touches is queer for me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: It's so true. It's so true. Um, it, whenever I first came out and I was really into the advocacy space, um, mm-hmm. you know, 18 is when I came out. I'm currently 31. My friends always used to make fun of me and they would go, oh, i talk about gay issues now. Like it's always gay <laughs> issues, which totally get. And then I kind of actually digressed for a little bit where I was like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this DEI thing. Like everyone's just complaining and everyone gets their feelings hurt. But now I've come back to a space where, you know, like, there's no one way to make DEI happen. And no. by God, I'm gonna approach it from this like fun, educational, let's make some jokes, but you know what, let's teach people like what does two-spirit mean? And how has societal pressures and systemic um, racism affected indigenous people who identify as two-spirit? But are you in a way of like, oh my gosh, listen to this. So there are these people who are indigenous and they are two-spirit, right? So it's all about how you kind mm-hmm. of show off that information.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, people are a lot more open to fun facts when you present them. I mean, obviously what happened to the Native American people is not fun, but when you talk about, hey, this is how uh, there was this expression and it was so Mm -hmm. beautiful and you can turn that into something of, hey, look at what we can help make happen again and help support and help open things up. Then it's like, okay, yeah, this isn't just, oh, the past is sad, we all know this because It is. (laughs) Uh, But it's, you know, we've got this possibility for a future where we include not only everything that we've learned in the last, you know, 300 years, Mm -hmm. but all the stuff we used to know back then, too, that we've just sort
1: of forgotten. Exactly. No longer longer just focusing on that Anglo-Saxon types of uh, vibes, (sighs) but thinking back pure like I, I always tell I'm like to my employers I'm like pure colonialism is what has made the culture you see today and so you have to think through like breaking down people's perceptions of what is reality and this is a good rule of thumb nothing that you think is real is actually real. It's things that have been created. Like a table is not actually a table. We have assigned meaning to a table and its use in our world, right? So you can always break down those structures and understandings by really getting someone to think about it. And that's where I find the most interesting type of conversation coming from. And I'm sure some people who are philosophy majors are probably like, yes, give me that philosophy life. Other ones are probably like, oh God, take away that philosophy life. <laughs> What's really <laughs> your approach.
0: Well, and you know, I was a, I was a psychology student, which sometimes people roll their eyes in the same exact way. But you know, we, one of the things we talked about was schemas and this idea of how do you recognize those things? Like, oh, a dog is a four-legged creature with you know yada fur and you know ears. But what happens if that dog has three legs? Is it still a dog? Because your definition had four legs, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's sort of the expansion that you can you can grow these
1: things, and that's great. Yes.
0: Uh, I wanted to make sure I gave you some time uh to see, do you have anything that you want to plug?
1: Totally. So definitely make sure to check out Awesomely Authentic A-W-E-S-O-M-E-L-Y, A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C.com. Definitely I would say follow awesomely Authentic on LinkedIn. And I'm also happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn. You can find me under Matthew French and search Awesomely Authentic.